Hello, hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of Three Things in Search. My name is Pedro Diaz. Three Things in Search is a weekly podcast where I pick apart and comment on the three most relevant topics from last week. For this episode, I'm going to touch on first category listings versus individual pages, like how category listings are more valuable than individual pages in some websites. Second, mobile first indexing deadline. The final deadline is coming. Is your website ready? And third, benefits of longer title tags. Why you should ignore the hard limits when composing titles and descriptions. So first up, category limit listings in individual pages. Um, During the last SEO office hours hangout on the 19th of February, John gave advice to a website owner that usually goes against what most SEOs would consider a good rule of thumb. So the advice caught up curiosity of many, so I thought it would be a good topic to comment on. The advice given was towards a website where the individual pages tend to be less important than categories or taxonomies that list them. So John hinted that the user should focus on improving those categories and not so much the individual pages. As anything in SEO, this piece of advice is specific to a type of website and should not be taken as default approach for most websites. Some of the types of websites where categorization might be more of a valuable asset than individual pages are sites where the individual page itself has two characteristics, is unique, like uniqueness, and has a short lifespan. So for example, classified ads websites or real estate websites, These types of websites often list offers from users which tend to be quite unique and volatile, meaning that they usually don't last long up and are replaced often. For example, on real estate websites, users care more about location and characteristics of a property rather than specific or individual property URLs. This is not to say that in this case of real estate Individual URLs are not important, they are, but they should should not be as much important as categories. Another good example might be a website where users conduct tests or quizzes. Uh, While the, the strategy can vary, those are types of content that isn't useful to index. The best approach here is often to create slices or listings that meet the user's intent and offers them a listing of items to choose from, which are the individual URLs. But again, make sure you do some research before you run with advice taken from anywhere that includes this podcast. When it comes to SEO, every case has its specifics and so does the ideal solution. So, On to the second topic, mobile first indexing deadline. April is just one month ahead and with it comes the mobile first indexing deadline. This is the date that Google set as limit for all websites to be crawled 
with a mobile user agent. This date was initially set for September last year, but with the coronavirus pandemic, Google opted to extend this deadline to April 2021, giving webmasters and website owners seven extra months to get their house in order. This is something that websites still using adaptive mobile configuration should be aware of. Those are the ones operating under a mobile version that is separated from the desktop, usually under an M. subdomain, although there are other configurations. If you have an adaptive mobile setup, coming April, Google will use the contents of that setup to index and rank your website, and will stop considering the desktop version. So, any discrepancies in content, technology, optimization efforts that are not present in the adaptive mobile version will be technically lost because Google will not see them. If you have a setup like this and you still didn't get your house in order, for example, you run you run a heavy JavaScript heavy single page application as your adaptive mobile configuration, maybe your best option will be to block your mobile version from being crawled and let Google use your desktop version to be crawled with their mobile user agent. This is a very extreme measure and should only be considered if you can't by any means have a responsible website, a responsive and responsible website with a decent uh, adaptive and mobile or optimized mobile version. So this is equivalent to saying, I'd rather have a desktop version that Google can crawl and rank than a mobile version where, where Google can't see anything. So if you choose this, please proceed with caution and don't forget to get rid of mobile redirects and rel alternate annotations. So the third and last topic are around the benefits of longer title tags. During the last live recording of Search of the Record podcast, which was part of the Google Central Live event last week, Gary Eish hinted that the benefits of having longer title tags are some. So Gary was answering the question, is there value in having title tags that are longer than the displayable text in the search snippets? Uh, and in, this, in his style, Gary responded with a single yes, which got everyone talking and wondering about the details of his answer, which he didn't expand on Gary being Gary. So technically, titles and meta descriptions don't really have a hard limit. While they're static HTML elements, when it comes to Google displaying them, they're dynamic. This goes back to the basics of title tags and descriptions as explained in the Google's Help Center. If you have been paying attention to search, you probably noticed that sometimes Google changes your titles and meta descriptions. If you read the Google Help Center documentation, you will understand that 
Google Hoff often does this rewriting when it finds it can make titles and descriptions more aligned with the search query. So having longer titles while giving Google more room to display a relevant result to users. And please consider that longer doesn't mean keyword stuffing. So I've participated in some discussions on Clubhouse where I've heard folks stating they had great improvements by testing longer titles in the past. I think it's just something that many don't bother to test or try. So summarizing, titles and snippets are dynamic. If Google thinks your title or description is bad, but content is relevant, it will try to tweak those with what it finds in the body of your website. But if you have longer titles and descriptions, it will likely will be that the case that Google will try to take from the, there instead. So the best approach is always to write concise, informative, and descriptive titles and descriptions. Keep a rule of thumb on length for consistency, but if it goes a bit over the limits, there's no need to worry. So this is all for this week. If you like the podcast, please rate it in your podcast marketplace of choice. If you came across a specific topic or have a subject you'd like me to comment on, feel free to hit me on Twitter. I'm at Pedro Diaz. If I haven't covered before and I find it relevant to the audience, I will try to include it. I hope this was useful. This was Three Things in Search. I'm Pedro Diaz. See you next week. Thank you.